music fans out there. This is Lee with Coda Country. And today I have a singer-songwriter out of Nashville, Tennessee. This is Nicole Criteau. How are you today, Nicole? I'm doing fantastic. I'm just sitting here drinking my coffee. It's a little chilly in Nashville, so I'm like all ready to be in my sweatshirt and my cozy clothes, but I'm great. That's right. That sweater weather is finally here. Thank goodness. Well, and Nicole just dropped a new single called Little Things. I brought her on the show today to talk a little bit about the single for the audience listening. So, okay. Tell me a little bit about the writing process for Little Things specifically. And then we'll get into a little bit more about like other songs that you've written. But this song really like tugged in my heartstrings. It was so sweet. Go ahead. Thank you. I love this song too. It's really close to my heart. Um, I grew up in Montana. And so for me, like, I know that you can relate, but like that small town kind of perspective on life where your priorities aren't necessarily like what, you know, I don't know, like media would tell you they should be. Um, It just means a lot to me. It's about, you know, perspective on life. And when we got into the writing room, I had had this title for a while and I've been kind of saving it for the right, right. I'm a songwriter first. So like, Mm -hmm. that's always where my brain is, you know, like what artist would be good with this title. Um, But I kind of had always felt like in my heart that I wanted to write it kind of for me. And this, at this Mm -hmm. point, I hadn't actually been putting out artist stuff. And so I got into the room with Jay Brunswick and Chris Utley, and um, we were actually supposed to be writing with another artist that day, and she last minute canceled. So we were in the room already, and we were like, well, we're not going to not write. We're all here, so let's write this song. And I had this title, and it just kind of was like magic. It came out really fast, and they both loved it. And uh, yeah, we wrote wrote Little Things, and it couldn't have gone better, honestly. (laughs) Perfect. And, and you said that you are a songwriter first, and that's kind of how I, I got to know your name is through a couple other artists who've kind of been like, oh, I've worked with Nicole Croteau, and I've worked with so-and-so, and, and so I was like, ooh, I need to know who this is. So then when I heard you release um, something I would do a couple months back, um, I was like, oh my gosh, I love her as a singer and a songwriter now. Um, so I guess you went and talked about you know, saving some titles for you or saving some songs for, you know, just for you, even though you always have that mindset of who you want to write for. Um, going back to something, something that I would do, um, how did you decide that that's, that was going to be another, a single for you? Because I feel like that is such a sassy song and is so cute, <laughs> kind of puts you back on the, on the singer map, I think. Tell me a little bit about that song too. That song uh, is so much fun, to be honest. I wrote that song with Grace Lear, and we were actually mm-hmm. writing it at the time for her. Um, but it was her and I in the room at Warner Chapel, and then we had our friend Nick Walsh, and he was zooming in. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't actually even there in person. And we <laughs> wrote that song. Grace was like, I want to write a fun song. And I had had that title for a while. And I, my heart is honestly always will be in like true, like classic country, like honky tonk country. Like I love that genre of country, you know, cause yeah. obviously country has become kind of like this umbrella and there's like all these little like sub genres under it, but like, I, I always loved it. 
So when we wrote it, we just had an acoustic guitar and we were singing it, but I could kind of like picture the production in my head of like what I thought it could be. And so Grace at the time, she already had quite a few singles lined up and it just wasn't really what she was looking for. So I asked, I was like, you care if I release it? And she was like, no, like you should put it out. And so I put it out and I kind of decided when I came back to the artist scene, honestly, like I wanted to come in with a bang. So that's why I yeah. started with something I would do because I was like, that'll be fun. Like I'll come out, kind of let people know my personality a little bit and then I can get into like, you know, more meaningful songs. So <laughs> definitely. And I think that's exactly what you did with that song. I, yes, I love it already. All of your music is just like drawn me back to you. And, and I'm so happy that like, I've got you on the show today. Okay. So let's, let's dive in a little bit and talk about some of those musical influences. I know you were just saying like, you've always had a soft spot for like honky tonk music. So <laughs> tell me, um, Tell me some of the artists that you really listened to when you were growing up and, and kind of how they, you know, impacted your, your writing style now. Absolutely. So my childhood was a very good mix of like classic country and also classic rock because my dad mm -hmm. is was born in Huntington Beach, California in like the heyday in the 70s and 80s. So like he's all about yeah. that. But I was raised, like I said, I was I was raised in Montana, and um, so that obviously brought the country in. But honestly, like it's all sorts of things from Dixie Chicks to Jody Messina to Alan Jackson, Kenny Chesney, like really just like '90s country, and then even older, you know, like Waylon and Willie and all of them, and then classic rock. I mean, like Stevie Nicks was a massive part of my childhood. Um, yes, I yes. love, love Fleetwood Mac and Heart and those kind of bands too. So I kind of feel like my, especially lyrically, my music is like kind of a good mix of both. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like as far as like instrumentation goes, I'm always kind of leaning towards that like organic honky tonk, like you know, makes you want to dance, makes you want to roll your windows down and just make you feel good. Um, I, do have, yes. I do have some sad songs like in the queue. I'm actually going back into the studio in December to record three more singles and I'm going to be putting out a Christmas song um, too. And I've never written an original Christmas song until this year and I wrote three of them. So wow. uh, one of <laughs> No, I know. I'm putting one out, and then my friend Charlie Reynolds is putting one out. We wrote together, and so Cute. yeah. I mean, I've got so much in the works right now, um, but it's it's fun. I like to take my fans, my listeners, on like an emotional journey. You know, like something I would do, and then little things are like both really feel good, like happy songs. So I'm yeah. hoping that we're gonna kind of get a little like deeper, mm -hmm. and then I'll take you guys back up, and then I'll back. <laughs> That's kind of my goal. <laughs> no, I love that. Oh my gosh. I think that's just, it's nice to see like a variety and, and hear all these different emotional ideas and aspects like that's, it's what draws the listener in for sure. So, okay. <clears throat> I heard you talk about Charlie. Um, tell me about the, I guess, songwriter, singer songwriter community in Nashville. Like describe to me how, 
how you guys all kind of work together. Cause I know you all like try to promote yourselves, but you also want to be friends and you also, you know what I mean? Like how does, how does that work? Um, where you guys are all kind of, I don't want to say vying for the same prize, but you know, kind of pushing the same, you know, you're yeah. all in it to, to win it essentially. Yeah. Well, honestly, like I've always just been a really big believer in, um, kind of that, like it takes a village mentality and, I'm such a girl's girl. Like I love my, my friendships with my girlfriends. Like that is one of the most important things in my life. Um, so whenever I get into a room with a new female artist, especially, but I mean, obviously guys too, I have some really great guy friends and I write a lot with guys because you know, country radio is mostly men at this point, which, you know, there's some amazing men doing country. But um, for me, it's like, it's never really been a competitive thing. And that, that kind of stems from my childhood. Like I was bullied a lot, a lot, lot, lot in junior high mm -hmm. and high school, specifically junior high, like seventh, like sixth through eighth grade. And, um, I kind of made like a decision even back then. I remember like making this choice of like, I'm never going to be the mean girl. I'm always going to want to champion other women yes. just because like <laughs> I had a hard time you know, with that. And so when I moved to Nashville, that was one of my main goals was to try to create a community of women here to like help build each other up. And as a writer going into writing rooms, that's still like one of my main priorities is no matter what happens in the room, I want that person that I'm writing with to feel like I'm on their team and like I'm a champion for them. And I want to help them say what they want to say in their songs. So it's kind of been an easy transition for me going from a writer to an artist as far as that goes, just because my mentality like really hasn't changed. Like, I think we all have something different to say. And there's room at the table for all of us and whoever's meant to be in that position will be there. And so for me, I'm like, if it's supposed to happen, I'm ready for it. And if not, I'm going to be like right with all my girls and guys that are like fighting that fight, trying to get there, you know, right by their side, like cheering them on and um, hopefully being a part of it as far as like writing the songs always, just because that's where my heart is at. So, I mean... Yeah, that's so as far as the community goes, I've been able to really culture like this amazing community of friends and writers and artists here in town. And you kind of fall into like, you know, they say that there's like classes. Yeah. So you kind of find out like who your classes and like who your people are. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of start to slowly come up with those people. Yeah. And it's really cool. It's really cool to start seeing people that you've watched for years like succeed and have wins. So, yeah, that's awesome. No. And, you know, I feel like I'm an even bigger fan of you now, just from everything you just said. Um, I also feel like in, I don't know, I'm a teacher. So I, I don't know if I've told you this. My day job is like as a teacher. And so no. knowing this, the struggle that you went through in middle school and knowing that um, you, you want to make sure that everybody is, is kind of you know, sharing what they have and, and bringing their strengths forth is, is very encouraging. And also just, I don't know, that, that makes you a champion in my heart already. So, okay. Going back to, to what you said about, you know, being bullied when you were a young preteen, I mean, that's, that's gotta be tough. What advice, I guess, knowing the things that you've grown up through now, what is something that you would go back and tell 13 year old Nicole? now knowing what you you've, you've got going on. Uh, 
Honestly, I feel like it's so funny because when you're in that position, like as a teenager, Mm -hmm. you feel like that moment is your whole life. You know, like you don't really have this perspective of like school years are like such a small part of your life. You know? Yeah. And so you can the world, you know, if a girl doesn't like you or if you get bullied and and it hurts. Like I still to this day remember things that girls said to me or did to me like pretty vividly and it hurts, but just remembering that like that's such a small part of your life and you have all of these other years ahead of you to like choose to be the person that you want to be. And honestly, I can truly say that if I hadn't had gone through what I went through in, you know, junior high and high school, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I wouldn't have made some of the choices that I've made. And I really like who I am. I really like um, being the girl that's like the nice girl. And I don't know if I would have been that girl if I didn't go through what I went through. So I would say just like remember that there's a reason for everything and you have the choice to do with that what you want to do with that. You're only responsible for your own actions. You're not responsible for anybody else. So uh, and another thing that I always go back to is choosing to um, not react to situations but to respond to situations instead. So like don't let your emotions um, get the best of you. And that is something that I really had to learn growing up with being bullied is like how you respond to a situation is everything. Like my mom always told me, you know, kill him with kindness. And that has become kind of a thing the last few years. Um, I remember Selena Gomez put out that song, Kill Him with Kindness. And honestly, I really do, like, believe that, like, how you respond to a situation means more than what the situation is. Uh, And it can teach not only you, but teach the other person that you're in that situation with something that could mean even more than you realize. So, Wow. I thank you so much for being so, so vulnerable about, like, all of the things you just talked about, because that's, those are, um... Yeah, very deep conversations that like I don't think I've ever had with anybody on an interview. So thank you for for sharing all that. That was that was pretty great. And I can't wait to kind of share this interview with with some of my students and be like, you know, I know it sucks right now, but look at all of the great things that you're going to accomplish. And Nicole Corto says so because she is awesome. <laughs> Listen to her advice because she's got some good stuff to say. So okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Knowing all that, like I said, just makes me even more of a fan of you now. And I, I can't wait to come and like find a show or come and see you live because I want to see Nicole as the artist. Um, so tell me, do you have any like live shows or any scheduled events coming up that I can promote for you or that you can shout out on the on the on the interview now? Yeah, um, I am playing a lot of shows coming up. Probably one of my favorite shows to play. I don't know if you've heard of it yet, but there's a ranch in Franklin, Tennessee, which is like 20 minutes south of Nashville. Um, And it is called Trace View Ranch. And I play there quite a bit. But I love it. My friend Carly's family actually owns it. And if you're going to go see a show in the Nashville area, I highly recommend because it is like magic. Like it is basically 
you're right in front of a horse barn and there's horses, um, Boone and Val, and I've ridden both of them. They're the best horses. And Carly is, uh, the best, like she's such a good friend of mine and she just puts on these amazing events. They're underneath the string lights and it's outside right under the Notches Trace Bridge. And it's, it's just like everything you could ever want in a Tennessee night. So I'm playing the next show, uh, there on November 11th. And it's a writer's round style and it'll be with a bunch of my friends and it's actually veterans day. So it, I think it's a long weekend. So oh, wow. Come to that show if you're in, in Nashville and I've got other stuff too. I actually yeah. need to go on my website and update my shows because I haven't, I've been so bad at updating my website <laughs> lately, but if you don't follow my website, I also put all my tours, tour dates on there and bands in town. And, but yeah, I would love for you to come on November 11th to Trace View Ranch. Awesome. That sounds so amazing. Oh my gosh. And like you said, the, it just sounds very picturesque and wow. I would definitely love to check that out. Um, okay. So like we just talked about, you had a single drop, um, back October 13th, right? Yes. Yes. October 13th. Um, and so I know. I didn't it's perfect for uh for spooky season. So <laughs> um and you just talked about some of the Christmas stuff that you have on the horizons for us. Tell me um is there like a big set plan for maybe an EP release or an album release or anything like that we can keep our our site set on? Well, <laughs> no promises, but I'll tell you kind of what my team and I are thinking right now. Um, so I said I'm going back into the studio in December. I'm going to record mm -hmm. three more songs. I also have two other songs that I already have started on. So that's five songs. Nice. Um, the plan as of now is to be releasing a single every six to eight weeks. And then... I am thinking possibly an EP or album, depending on how many songs I can get together. Um, yeah. Maybe like next early summer next year. So cross our fingers, but um, that's the plan right now. I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, my, my producer, Chris Utley and I are working hard, just kind of <laughs> trying to make plan you know I'm trying I'm trying to like stay like three steps ahead of it at all times because mm -hmm. in this business it's so easy to like get behind and then it takes a long time to like prep everything for a single so yeah right now I'm kind of trying to like have it all ready to go so that way I can just roll it out and there's no like lapse of time but yes. yeah so that's that's the plan right now mm -hmm. oh my gosh Huh. Wow. Like I, I'm, I'm being a little selfish here when I say this, but I just can't wait to hear more because like I've, all the songs that you've written for other artists and the artists or the songs that you've released um, recently, just, I am, I'm a big fan, Nicole. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Is there anything else that you want to promote or anything that you want to shout out? Ooh, like your social media stuff. Cause like, I have not said anything about that on the show right now. <laughs> Is there anything else that you'd like to promote today? Yeah, I mean, I definitely would love for you to follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I honestly, up until this year, haven't really like been putting as much effort into them. But now, because I'm doing artist stuff, I am. And I'm really trying to promote that stuff. I post a lot of teasers 
and a lot of other stuff, especially like, I don't know if you follow me on TikTok, but I post a lot of stuff on TikTok that I don't post on Instagram. So follow me there. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I've got, you know, like you're saying, I, ha I do write with a lot of other artists. So I always try to post like if I get a cut with somebody else. So it's just kind of a fun place to see like where I like what I'm doing and what I've been up to. And yeah. Cool. So. Listeners out there, make sure you follow Nicole Coteau and catch her the next time that she's playing at Trace View Ranch in Nashville. Um, a lot of great things on the horizons for you, Nicole. So thank you so much for taking time to sit down with me today and just kind of have this conversation. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I really loved it. And it was like, I feel like we fit a lot of good stuff into a short amount of time. So I can't imagine if we had yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would talk about. but I, I exactly we'll have to get up whenever the ep comes close Absolutely. to dropping and we can have a longer conversation about all the things and i would love that yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely all right listeners out there this is lee and nicole and you heard our episode of coda country chats have a good day